Welcome to another episode of Jengana Podcast. I believe this is episode episode 10. I'm glad to be hosting it again. Today is more of a calm and chill podcast. This comes from the topic which we had and we were thinking and when I came up with the topic I was thinking of saying we call it the common good but it when, when I talk of the common good it goes mostly it has a religion aspect into it so I decided to put also the public value so today's topic is mostly about building on relationships as infrastructure developers and people in the industry in line to what the public needs and what the majority of the users of whatever we build require. And this comes after also the corona, the COVID-19 pandemic that has happened, whereby development as it was needs to change because what the what whatever development that had been put aside for let's say the year 2020 will have to change as as people consider what 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 is affecting us at the moment because the issue about covid-19 has really affected industries it has it has caused people to to lose jobs it has caused companies to to shut down construction sites have stopped uh, education in the universities have stopped and there is this cloud of uncertainty and then there is this force of things are okay let's continue or oh, let's do the next tender let's do the next thing and that is where now the the whole topic of the public value versus the common good came up So today I'm joined with, I'm together with my colleagues, um, with Emma and Mike, and they will introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Emma. I'm excited about today. You don't sound excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. It's been a while since uh, we did this, and yeah, I'm happy that we can try and, you know, do an episode. Yeah. And I'm Michael Auma. <coughs> I'm also excited to be here. It's been eight weeks since I last confessed. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the co- this is the conf- confession booth. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's good when you come here and put out our opinions, and it comes out as 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 you've put it. So I was thinking, like, when was the last time? You heard there was a project. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with your office. And let's say there was this project. And you can also put the perspective of the government also. Anyone who does a project, let's say we are doing a road. Then the guys who are doing the road, they came and asked you, 
instead of even asking for a pre-visit, pre-tender, they came and asked you, how are you? How many children do you have? How often do they cross the road? How is your neighbor? ETC, ETC. Just before they started the project. Then they, 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 they might add this road that you're trying to put up. Will it have any use to you? When was the last time that happened to you? Or let's say when you're putting up a project as an architect, Emma. Mm -hmm. When was the last time, let's say, your, your, your boss came up and told you that yeah, this this house, it has a family of five, it has this small kid who likes doing ABCD, the dad would prefer doing this, this and the house would, would look like this and this, or is it mostly of a transaction basis? Um, well, it's been a while since I designed for someone. Yeah. But um, when in initially when we first had our first case and uh, the roads were closed and the curfew, most clients' first instinct was to stop. So ongoing, most ongoing projects, uh, first of all, they posed because we didn't know where, where it's going. And then when people stayed home for a while, they started to, if they're living in a rental, started to think of maybe uh, building their houses, if they had a plot somewhere. So we had, we had quite a number of, we had quite a number of uh, requests, maybe say around May. And then as this pandemic is just still ongoing, now things are now steadily, some of them are coming to a steady stop and some of them are picking up because now we're realizing that we are gonna be in this for a while. So those projects that had stopped initially Initially, immediately when the when the pandemic was announced in Kenya, they have now decided to now finish the projects. That's mostly residential, you know, residential houses, which is mostly what we were dealing with. Yeah, but now in terms of now the office, mostly we are struggling. <laughs> yeah, so things are thick. Uh, we're not really getting paid as well as we were before, pay cuts everywhere. So it lo it feels like everybody is struggling. But yeah, we are just hoping that we'll be able to slowly uh, pick up, also find a way of maybe working during the pandemic and just conducting our business while still staying safe. Oh, okay, thank you very much for the, for the update on the COVID situation in your workplace. Now to my question that I'd asked you. Mm -hmm. It was mostly about the, the process of you as an architect and coming up with those ideas. Mm -hmm. Or you as a citizen, when the government says it's going to do project A to B, mm -hmm. how involving are they to you? Do they, does the government come and tell you, hey, Emma, you want to put this road from point A to B? How do you use it? Do you even think your neighbors will feel okay if we uh, we put a, a road near their place? Oh, yeah. Do they go to that extent? Or also, as you as an architect, when you get a project, a new project, and you're supposed to design a residential building, three bedroom, mm -hmm. is there a background like? Yeah, I think. As an architect, if I'm coming to design for you, 
first of all, I will, you know, talk to you and find out what is your dream, what do you want to build, why do you want to build, and then I will look at your needs. So, for example, uh, if you're uh, if it's for a family, uh, how many children, how many guests do you normally get? Um, are they are there any special needs for your family? And then we'll go and look at the context. Where is your site? Um, what are the neighboring? How does what is the context of the neighborhood? What kind of neighbors do you have? What's going on around you? And then I will be able to even look at maybe your budget, what it allows me to do, what it allows you not to do. And then now from there I will come up with a design based on everything, the whole sum. And then with government projects. Ideally, there's normally um, room for public participation. But in my small opinion, they don't, we don't really see the public participating in, in government projects. Uh, remember, even with the expressway, the AK had given a report on it even before, before they started. They said, these are our reasons for ABCD. This is why we may not support this project. And as you know, right now, the project has, I think it has started, right? It has started. So there's no consideration for, and AK is the, is a, is a, is a, is a body that has both architects, engineers, urban planners, town planners. It's a very wholesome institution, which um, ideally should be able to, uh, its voice is very, important i think its voice is very wholesome and the fact that they did they did give their 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 view on it they did publicize it and still the project is going on it really means that the government really doesn't really consider them when and she and if that also also AK, also when you say okay it's yeah. good you say you personally ascribe to whatever they are mm -hmm. and you personally think their opinion is it's something for the public mm -hmm. to consume. Mm -hmm. But you see, there is a contrary opinion of these associations and bringing people into a social setting while the economy is capitalistic mm -hmm. and there's no socialism. Mm -hmm. And it is complicated when you come to say that AK is people's opinion. No, no, no. What I was trying to say is if, the, if there is no consideration for what they were saying, yeah. What about now the, I think they the, do the not consider a case, but not considering a case opinion mm -hmm. is a problem on AK. They are saying it wrong. Okay, no, I don't think I don't mean to. What I mean is, if a body registered in Kenya, yes, they can, they they can if their views were if they gave their views as such yeah. and well according to my small opinion was not it was not considered yeah. now what about the normal man and she's going to drive on that road where is their place in uh, the in I, that I, I, public participation the public participation space you've you've spoken let's say openly about it mm -hmm. maybe if i ask mike you as Emma has said, as architects, they do a lot of, they, they consider a lot of aspects into putting up that house, mm. that three bedroom. They'll go and speak to the people, they go and connect with them. 
visit the site visit the site and i know you like you've been on construction sites has it ever occurred to you that the architect could come and say that today you guys have been here since what time and i think the sun is up a lot but according to my structure i think you need to take a break is there <laughs> has there been that kind of conversation between you as a construction manager and the architect or is it just transaction <laughs> a difficult question. Um, first, okay, maybe I'll do with the experience I have. When, uh, when I was working for this company called Elegant Properties, the architect was an Indian coming all the way from India. So whenever it comes, there's no time for chit-chat. It's only business. Nothing. There's no... He'll come and see things and say he did not design that. Allow me, allow me. Wait, 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 wait. Here from yeah. the construction manager. Mm. So, I know there's no, there's no time for playing. Mm. You have to, you have to be working because of maybe the nature of the, maybe no the the distance. So when he comes, there's no time for other things. It's just, it's just uh, doing business. But also, I was getting this vibe from the question you're asking, whether there's public participation in maybe public in maybe public projects, whether there's that consultation of the common wananchi, and uh, I really doubt if there is. And if it's there, the participation is very low. Mm. Because you find right now there's this uh, project like, let's say, Expressway uh, project. Like people who are in the construction industry knew the expressway will be constructed as early as 2013. People knew it was there because it was being planned. So, find because being I was in I was in the industry even though I was still in school, I knew the expressway will be there. But someone common manchi someone who is out there didn't know anything about expressway, which means the public participation is poor. These things are just being designed there, but the people who are to use them have no idea even after it is being constructed you tell them you'll be paying to use it they are saying then why are they building it why should we pay to use it? we are we are paying taxes why should we pay to use the road they do not understand why they have to pay tolls and all that that's just one sign that participation is poor even though they are doing it they are, the projects stakeholders are doing it they are saying we are doing public opinion people have 21 or 60 days to come and voice their opinion the public the majority of the public who are supposed to benefit from the project really do not take part in it. Mm-hmm. The people who take part in participating in it are only professionals in the industry. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think also, can... well, allow me first to comment that I don't think architects, I don't want to say care, but <laughs> they don't really, um, if you are going to, if you spend the whole night doing a wall and then the architect the following morning comes and it's not the way that it was maybe drawn in the drawings or according to contract, they will have no issue telling you to destroy it. Yes. They, if you we don't really um, we, we, we don't really consider um, the, the nitty-gritties of what goes to site, unless maybe there is something that's wrong, maybe you're going against the OSHA rules, or maybe there's mistreatment of workers, which if they'll spot, they'll do something about it. But otherwise, architects just want you to do 
the way according to the drawing or according to the specifications. So I think we've come to an agreement that y'all it's been selfish enough long yes. enough. Yes. People are out there to make money. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I agree. Yes, I fully agree. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let me also add, um, in terms of public participation, I'll also throw the ball back to us as Kenyans. I am an architect, you're an engineer, you're a construction manager. Has any of you partic- done any public participation in any project you have heard of? Actually gone to, sometimes they're in KSMS. We have, we have mm-hmm. gone for forums for mm-hmm. public participation. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the forum... They would take your views, but it's already concluded. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah, example, they're just doing it for a show of for, uh, for, for ticking the checkbox yeah. that even even <laughs> that one there's one even that almost made me even give up his one for this GR crossing the national park. It was intense public participation. You attended mm. it. Attended it's even online. But you see, it still crossed the national park. Public sixty percent of Kenyans oppose but they'll still build they'll it. They'll still build it. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think I think the voice of the voice of the, the normal Kenyan is inconsequential mm-hmm. to what the government wants to do for for that same one and she mm. Yeah. Like maybe, like, maybe if they want the voice, like, let's say, the Wangari Mathai, they wanted to build a, a building at Uhuru Park. Yes. Uhuru Park. The kind of voice they listen is that one for demonstration. <laughs> Not even always. Sometimes you demonstrate and all, you, all that happens is you're tear gassed. Yeah. <laughs> but if you just there in a building and voicing your opinion in a civilized manner, no one will listen. But I also think... And um, also, I think the benefits, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. I think benefits are the words it's what drives every project. Sure. Who is out to benefit? Yeah. Let's say the shareholders yes. mm-hmm. and you as a citizen. Mm-hmm. If you take your rights as a citizen and you tell them, uh, let's say which project, any project, just tell them, we cannot do this project. Mm-hmm. But the shareholders already have put in a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What will you do? I think we have a voice. But we, we must pay the price for us to get what we what we really want or what is really good for us. Because them they know what is the people yeah. who are out to the benefit. The shareholders know what yes. is to benefit Yeah, them. and they put in what they need to put in so that they can get what benefits them. Yes. It's up to us as Kenyans to now, you know, decide this is not good for us, we don't want it. Yeah, it is there is a price to pay. Uh, an example of a project is this. You have a deficit of isolation centers. You have a deficit of ICU beds. beds. There's that deficit. Mm -hmm. You've been told this is the fifth month Mm -hmm. or so since the corona started. Mm -hmm. There's a deficit. Mm -hmm. And even even though it exists, as citizens, we know we need... That is the priority of a citizen right now. Mm -hmm. We are thinking of corona. Mm -hmm. What happens? I'll go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I'll find a bed. I'll find an isolation room. But it's not there. Mm -hmm. But let's say now the shareholders, their priority, they don't see how they can make a profit out of doing good service to the the people, doing the right thing. So they'd rather make roads... They'd rather make half tenders with roads. Mm-hmm. Those tenders that 
have nothing to do with the pandemic Basically at the moment. Creative. They are yeah, bringing yeah, a lot of money. But, but I also think, like, I don't think right now whatever resources have, have that were for roads and infrastructure are going to affect the fight for corona because, hear me out, we have gotten quite some funding for it. Mm-hmm. So if we have this funding, and um, from where I stand, I might not... First of all, I think we need to 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 educate ourselves as Kenyans and find out what what for example first we need to find out what we need to do to find to fight corona most of us don't know we just know the government even if you're not wearing a mask a policeman is going to put you in. <laughs> yes. that's what we know but we don't really know what we need exactly what we need to mm. do to fight this disease as personally and then we need to find out what we should be seeing our government do for us because the doctors are saying we don't have PPE, we don't have this, we don't have that. We need to listen to them and find out what we need, and then now we can ask for it. And even though, even as you're saying, just an addition to what you're saying, when we come to the finances, mm-hmm. we'll say that okay, we need amount X without touching this other amount. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's time? Kenyans came out and spoke as Kenyans and said, okay, paying tax and having high taxes mm-hmm. does not guarantee us that we will cover the cost of corona, we will cover the cost of good roads, or a balance, where the government tries to balance the the loans and whatever you're making. Don't you think it's time that we just came out citizens? Mm-hmm. Well, that will, that's just a dream I'm, I'm having. We <laughs> come up as citizens and say that, okay, government, go for loans. You are ready for loans. Know that now government, three months, they take a small loan. Then after a few few months, you hear there's another small loan. Mm. Why can't you just decide, okay, let's take the suicide trap. We go for loans 100%. We don't care. Or we say, okay, we don't want loans. You can take a, a piece of well, a piece of Mandera <laughs> and have it. But I because think, okay. when government decides on how they'll get money for us, mm-hmm. it is, me, I feel like, as a citizen, mm-hmm. when it comes to the decision of having an expressway mm-hmm. or the decision of building the 3,300 isolation rooms or something, they want the, 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 the need for whatever infrastructure we need for corona mm-hmm. i feel like we are we are not included in the decision making process that's true. that's true and without including the citizens they are taking us further apart and they are increasing risk mm-hmm. that is how me i feel so there's an article i read um that kenya the way they are taxing people and the loans they should be doing better as in there are more there are other countries that have the same kind of budget and they've done a lot with it than what Kenya has done with what mm-hmm. they have. Mm-hmm. So this, it's high time. You no, know, these things people people like think taxes are there, taxes just normal, they're deducted and nobody knows where this money goes because no one bothered to ask. They just know taxes there, it's doing this. Mm-hmm. But it's high time maybe Kenyans should rise up and like audit the government, tell them you take these kind of taxes, what do you do with the money? I also yeah. think uh, as Kenyans, mm-hmm. we are very we live we live in our own bubbles. 
let's say. Yes. We are too busy trying to raise rent, trying mm. to feed the children, trying to take them to school, mm. to actually... Um, so what the government does, in my small opinion, they give you something small to like maybe make you keep quiet or just you know go about mm. your business. Mm. But I think if we really see the depth of what what that what they're doing to us, then it wouldn't even matter. You would you'd stop looking for fees to take your children to a good school and instead mm. question the system, question the the government. Yes. And I also think there's a price to pay. Because <laughs> if you raise your voice, there is a price to pay. So we must be ready to pay the price in yes. full, mm. so that we can get what we, what is really good for us. And I think that is where the mm. the, the 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 bargain is. Mm. Because personally, I wouldn't say that I'm ready. Mm. Also, okay. something something that we look we see it's maybe let's say tribalism. We find mm. people people cannot question when there's a scandal. And the person involved is of your tribe. People, I beg to people, people say that they just want to. Yes, <laughs> That's what they differ. say. And then you see yeah. uh, something like. We know the the story of this country. Every after every election, every every tenure, every person who comes, there's always a scandal. A lot of money getting lost. A lot of money getting lost. And you don't need a degree to know that these people are just stealing the money. Mm-hmm. You find someone who was just was just normally campaigned, uh, maybe took loans, he borrowed money from friends, campaigned. Five years down the line, this person is driving a very expensive car, has an expensive house, and when you even do the math, the salary is being paid. He cannot afford those things, mm-hmm. and you still have those things. You see now, this is public money just going there. And also, there's another story uh, in Nakuru. Someone who works in the Nini. County mm. said that when they come, when they want to steal money, everyone is given so that you don't go and say he did not participate. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you are there, it. yeah, you are there. The governor probably wants ten million. You, you will be given a hundred thousand. And, and you imagine uh, that that is yeah, it's okay. And then if you don't want to take it, they will remove you. You see these scandals here. We are removing someone. We are impeaching someone. It's because of those things. Okay. I would like to differ with you mm. in this way mm. that um, the people who really steal the proper money, swimming in money, they they really steal a lot from us. And then they give us peanuts mm. that we share to in quote-unquote tribal ways mm. so that we can keep quiet. Because the richest and the richest of, the, of our country, we can't say that they discriminate each other Based on the based on their tribe, they will work together to get the proper money, and then they will come to the manager and say, because it suits them, don't support this person is not from our tribe. It's very political, but I think the idea the the idea of tribe is also sort of uh, maybe to get there now. Yes, it's sort of forced on us so that we can discriminate yes. for no. the benefit Actually, of something else. Tribalism only comes else. during election. After exactly. election, it's over. Or to, so, to, or to vindicate uh, someone from uh, from something. So what you're saying is there's a goal and there's a means. There is a, so, no, there's so, what we think. So, there's what we think. Yeah. There's the narrative that we are given to suit someone else, mm-hmm. so that we think, we imagine that a certain tribe is benefiting yeah. the most. No, yeah. that, that is what I'm saying. Actually, in summary, I'm saying, mm. f- 
for you see when a politician comes to you his means is to get you into a tribe and exactly. his goal is the yes. money yes. when they are, when they are campaigning his clear goal they divide is you into the tribes money. yes so his means is just to make sure his tribe is behind yes him. and give then you small money when he gets mm-hmm. to parliament uh-huh. yes. or wherever he'll be uh-huh. he'll make sure his goal is the money yeah not helping the people and, yes. and a good example is when the MPs are busy increasing their 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 salaries and allowances they are all united exactly <laughs> they 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 are Because all united they have one goal <laughs> yeah. yes. their goal is to make money and that is what our citizens our goal also is to but we need the means our means is the money mm-hmm. and that is what they don't give our means if politicians or any person who in a project would give you money let's say even you in your workplace you are there because you want money yes just to get you far mm-hmm. and money becomes a means of like a mode of everything for you however much they say you are there to get a me i disagree when you say i go to work for you for experience mm. me i, no, I do work for you for money to get oh. experience experience <laughs> might be my <laughs> me my My means to uh, be there is money. No, I Actually, might I want I might want to get experience money. that will guarantee money, More money. me money. So I'll, I'll work for you for, for two years. <laughs> I'll work for you for free for two years so that I get experience yes, that will give money. me good, more good money and freedom for the next 20 years. For you. Years. So and and, and, and for money. me, if I own the company. Bottom line is the money. So yes. for me, you think for me, my, my, my goal is to give you experience. For me, oh, I was on a no, company. No, no. My goal I'll is to make, make money. money. I'll make you money. In the so process. who is suffering? I'll sit under you. I'll make you money. Okay? And then while I'm making money for you, I'll get my experience so that I can make my money properly in the next 20 years. Mm. Because there's, there's a balance. Huh? I might be need Everybody needs money. Yes. I might need money now. Right? And that's why privilege really counts. counts because someone will work as an intern for someone for no money so that either they get another good job or for experience or for whatever so if i if i if i know what my end future goal is i will work for you <laughs> is it a blackout you're still recording yeah oh, okay. okay so yeah i will i will i will i will work for those two years i will get my experience to to make me that money that i want so it depends on your on your on your goal but i think approach. but meanwhile when i'm working for you yeah you might get a job where you get both money and experience kwani but i think for for me just money experience <laughs> might come experience that is why get you there Because uh, if you get a good job Mama, let's say you are, somebody comes to you and tell you become the hotel manager of Sarova mm-hmm. you need turn it down because you're an architect oh, you no. want experience no, no 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 I do a lot of things to make money you'll go for the Most money of them have <laughs> but but anyway, but let's talk about let's talk about what's really happening because you'll go there try to if you go to the university mm-hmm. you ask someone When you finish campus I want to get a job that will pay me 100,000. Yes. But you've been out there, you know the reality. 
there is no such job for a graduate. There is. Maybe not 1%. for everybody for like Maybe five people in that class. Yes. Yeah. Not even five. <laughs> one. In our industry. So, yeah. And Let's talk about our industry. And that's the one, that's the one, one they'll keep saying. In our industry. In we say, in we, we tell students, we tell you, students, you know. In our industry, 100,000, I think. Yeah. 100,000 in our industry, I think. In our industry, you are... Yo, somebody owns the company and yeah. you know the owner. No, not really. <laughs> Each not company. Really. No. <laughs> I have people who've just like applied out of the blues and you know gotten a job that pays. The one percent I'm saying that uh fifty like, no, it's just yeah. fifty thousand. No. I'm speaking a hundred thousand plus. Yeah, like a doctor. I said a hundred and fifty thousand. Yes. Hundred and fifty thousand. I have classes, so I'm making that money right now. Mm. Uh, yeah. that one, <laughs> yeah. We, we accept. We but, accept. Yeah. But, but which company? Who, who owns yeah. the company? Most of such people who owns the company? went to a workplace in second year, probably. Yes. Got into that uh. farm, worked for free mm. for four months in second year. Four months, they got the experience. They got to know the, the, the owners. And they really, it's not that, for some of them, they, how they got there probably has to do with some privilege and knowing people. Mm. And then, number two, them themselves, they are hardworking people, ready to learn, ready to work for free. Most of us are not. And then, when they graduated, <laughs> they got that. Also, yeah. also, something else that's happening is, mm. I've seen with most companies, is they take interns mm-hmm. and they don't pay you or they pay you 10,000, 15,000. You work for them for three months. Then they tell you if you want to continue, you can continue. But the work you're doing is not the work of an intern. You're doing a lot of work in the True. name of they True. want you to get experience. Interns do a lot of work. And then, once you're done, they're not employing you. They're hiring, they hiring another intern. That's but fine. you see, the process of keeping you there, they tell you, we will, we will hire you or we will see about it. Ideally, then, ideally, ideally that person is supposed to get a mm. job because he has now the experience. Yes. He's um, supposed to get another job by someone else, but he goes to somewhere <laughs> else, they only say we're only offering internship. Yes. And also, also <laughs> will you be doing internship your entire your entire career? Oh my god, <laughs> students should not listen to this because it might just you know no, no, I, think, uh, I, think, <laughs> I think also mm. it's not because of us. Mm. It's because there's a we forgot about how the system works. Mm. You know, there's mm. demand and supply. Mm. The labor is the one who is in the middle. Mm-hmm. We labor for demand and supply to balance. Yes. The day we stop working, mm-hmm. this whole system collapses. Mm. So they'll have to keep you there for experience. They tell you, oh, come for experience. Then they keep you there. They see you want to leave. They give you something small. But because as the, a labor union, is, you see, long time when industrial level, just when those labor times. was labor, yes, when we Even had in our history, Tomboya, mm-hmm. yeah. who else? Those those people who yes. are in the labor society, mm-hmm. they knew it. That is why the labor, the labor people who the labor, stu- the labor unions were able to stop governments from taking advantage. Mm-hmm. That's why there were so many pay increases and all this. Yes, but right now. We do not value ourselves. We still mm-hmm. think we do not have enough experience. Yes. Because that's what they've told you as a graduate. Exactly. You do not have experience. Exactly. But when you get there, you find it's just a computer. You're, yes. and you're, you're doing, doing a lot of work. Exactly. After, after the manager after two coming, weeks, comes you know to you and asks you questions. Or he doesn't even know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> he comes to consult you. And then when it comes to salary, you don't have experience. But it's the real yeah. it's the reality. Why? It's the reality of life. But then also but and that is something what, else and I that see, is what is wrong with yeah, something what, else uh, I see is that 
there's uh, the labor. Mm-hmm. There's too much supply of it. I also think. <laughs> I cannot, also think. You see the when demand, you see when the labor is more, mm-hmm. it means we produce more. Yes. So when you produce more, mm-hmm. the prices will definitely will go no. lower, and the demand will still come. No, I think in Kenya, is, like is, in the construction industry, mm. I think in the construction industry, the there's demand, no, th- yeah, there's a huge de- deficit. deficit for housing, there's for housing, a deficit for water, there's a deficit for everything, infrastructure, for yes. Everything. And did you know that only around 20%, only around 20% of construction, money-wise in Kenya, is handled by actual Kenyans? The rest yes. of it, eighty percent, is done by people from other places. Asians, so you bring you bring a Chinese person, he brings a, like another Chinese, mm-hmm. other people and, Chinese uh, people. They at, come, and you are graduates. Graduates on your point. On your point is. <laughs> and even is if you turn up for question. that job, you'll not get it. It's the same question. Like for example, you take SGR. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say there was the company was CRBC. Yeah. That's a single company. Yes. Mm. If you project, if you were to sit down and look at after the project, getting to Naivasha, mm. it's success. Mm. And you look at the society as a whole. It was building the project for Kenyans. Mm. Who, who, who was more successful? The Chinese company. Who was most? Who who benefited more out of the project? When you look at it, who versus who? The the CRBC mm. and Kenyans. Is it CRBC? Or Isn't it so C- obvious? Yeah, whatever C- C- the company that did the SGR. Isn't it so who obvious? Success wise, benefited. It's this, obvious. It is. There's a farm. Even yeah. the farm. There is an imbalance. Yes. Even the farm that then, just then, designed then imagine, the station. Yeah, you, you've so gone much. to work for that company, mm-hmm. but they're still paying you for experience. The little money. Mm-hmm. So many people were given experience there. Mm-hmm. Little money. Kenyans. So Including, in, in fact, in there fact so they, came, they came to the University there of Nairobi, so interns. <laughs> ADD, to take people. But then again, and they were saying remember, they, they pay you 15K for remember, doing manual labor. Then after the project, apparently, who was uh, successful? Apparently, what Chinese is doing in African countries and other countries around the world is they're looking for work for their own citizens. Yes. So why... And then they they will make the money. They will they will employ their people. Good, very good jobs. Huh? Mm. They'll come to Kenya. They'll be paid very premium money and and all. Of, and even right now, mm. there are Chinese still working in that system, right? Very many. You see. Mm. So if they're able to come to Kenya, invest and make money, mm. and then return their money back to China to mm. build China, because I don't imagine that they're investing here. So that no, the money goes back to China. Yeah, the money That's goes true. back to China. Ah. What if just that? Just let's say SGR was handled by a Kenyan, and I don't mean this tender preneurs. In, mm. I mean like a person who's able to just handle the project and do it well. Yes. Yes. the one very or even a, a, a conglomerate of contractors to come together. You know, get the job done in very good quality. Come up with the systems. We'd have had several trained engineers working or, there. Or, or even S- maintenance. Or even no. as you're saying, no. let's say you still put the Chinese, mm-hmm. but you make sure after you build that SGR, mm-hmm. the fares are significantly reduced for people. It would have been lower because I'm just saying even hundred shillings mm-hmm. for people to see the benefit. Yeah, yes, true. as in the local monarchy to feel like 
this was a project that mm-hmm. I benefited. Make sure that people who are living university, mm-hmm. they have the first priority yes. and the pay is yes. even in law. They would have even... Every year. You can't tell how many engineers so, yeah. are they in 50 years today. They would have been able to make money. They would have been for able to people, pay people. For the people. Yeah. Yeah. But so that when the, when the company leaves, wherever they want to invest in China mm-hmm. or wherever, mm-hmm. they go with a quarter of what they've taken today. Exactly. The, the thing is, you remains see, here. these big companies, the, I was watching a documentary of a, a fishing company in Iceland, Iceland mm-hmm. and how they, they make money mm-hmm. coming to Africa. Mm-hmm. They say, in Africa, things are easy. We just pay a few people and then we get permits and everything and we do our business there and bring the money here. You see, now, who the person who is corruption is what is allowing these things someone will 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 allow a deal to happen to benefit them as maybe very few people at the expense of many Kenyans so that they can benefit so you see these people they come as a company mm. they bribe few officials they and they make their money tenders. and now you see now for instance this is like uh, like uh, China construction mm-hmm. and corporation company mm-hmm. they came here with their things, their equipment. They import even... They even wanted to bring their everything. own cement. Cement is... China is the, <laughs> the biggest of cement. I've seen they imported everything. But the cement one, they refused. They said they'll have to take from Bamburi. But they wanted to bring their own cement. So these people are literally building their own company, their own yes. economy yes. here. They're building their own yes. economy. And even... Their own, they're building their own capacity. Yeah. And the money... The money... Kenya borrowed, they say Kenya borrowed around 300 billion mm-hmm. Kenya shillings, you know, mm-hmm. to build the SGR. That money was not taken and given to Kenyans. It, it, it's not just anywhere to Kenyan system. No. Only a few people who made who got jobs yeah. there. The money, <laughs> the money, the money is removed from the Bank of China, Zim Bank of China, and then it goes direct to the account of CCC in China. In China. <laughs> and then they buy things there and come and, and do it here. Imagine. And then Kenyans pay the loan. You see this thing, it doesn't... It doesn't. I think mm-hmm. I think there's a flip side to that. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, projects done by Kenyan contractors sometimes are very poorly done. I saw projects in... Um, this, there were these projects for building ECD classes mm-hmm. around the country. And sometimes you, are, you, go to, you walk into a classroom and you're told that it has been done in January. We went there in February last year. Mm-hmm. There are some classrooms. It was one classroom that was seven by nine, the standard mm-hmm. and everything. But there are some classes I was being told have been done in November, December, and you'd walk into the classroom and literally the floor has cracked from cracked. one end to the other. Yeah. A very new classroom in the middle of Makweni, wherever. So you can imagine if that's the kind of contractors they're giving you, mm. then you imagine entrusting them with the SGR mm. be a bit difficult. Yeah. Also, something is that we have to start from the bottom. True. Capacity Building build. our own capacity. Yes. So you see, like countries like these countries that have developed right now, countries like China, Japan, mm-hmm. USA, mm-hmm. Germany, mm-hmm. they did. They started somewhere, probably True. way back, True. maybe 1800s. Yes. yes, they did not have that capacity. Mm-hmm. They built it themselves. A mm-hmm. uh, good example, like Japan. Japan took its engineers to Germany to learn, and right now, Japan produces. They build the best trains. Mm-hmm. Yet they learned from the Germans. Mm-hmm. Kenyans in Kenya, we don't want to do that. We just want to. We just want things instantly. 
we don't want to take our contractors people uh, maybe train them also see on the flip side things on the like flip contractors side. contractors are even not even knowledgeable in construction yes. just business <laughs> you see on now, the flip that's side a big problem on the flip side a contractor can be given that job and take maybe 5 million and, and then give all, it to another to, person no they go to dubai for for a while ah. they, they spend their money and then they're like ah and then they come they start struggling yeah so three <laughs> months down the line after they the they ground broke the place the place is just still the same mm. so, because they only got the first yeah. <laughs> so I, I the, believe, the thing I we believe. should do is uh, let's build capacity yeah. and train contractors mm. let's regulate the industry mm. so that you're not just because you have money because even the the, the company that employed me mm. they were not they did not have any background in construction they used to sell fish before they started venturing into real estate mm. so you find in Kenya when you just have money you'll get in CA1 and CA2 and CA3 you'll get the permits mm-hmm. the license mm-hmm. to work just because you have money mm-hmm. but they do not see whether you have uh, the knowledge whether you, the company is made up of engineers or you can, or and you can run a construction company mm-hmm. with or good you, values yes. and yeah. everything everyone It's benefits quality mm. and yeah. yeah so you find because these people are not learned mm-hmm. and plus the culture they want to keep a lot of money Just they, they money. then yeah they also <laughs> employ substandard people yeah. who are who are not qualified to do the work yes. that's why you find that thing but if the government was serious with building this in indu- this Kenya and the industry mm. they will start regulating and after regulating they will train people mm-hmm. because universities we are trained we are universities trained universities are chunking <laughs> graduates but then out them. of all yeah. those graduates how many like let me talk about our class mm-hmm. you were there of course we are being trained but how many people are present in class in the all the five days of the week you find sometimes the class is never full especially in shafika got that year class like kwangi full killer siku today you have 20 this is a class of 40 today mm-hmm. you have 20 tomorrow mm-hmm. you have 30 the other mm-hmm. day you have 10 no if i tend today tomorrow i don't attend that inconsistency then we are doing a lot of class work instead of also going to the, to the, to the site and to, to the field learn. and learn mm. so mm. once you graduate uh, you feel like things are, are new okay <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah. you finish you finish you get your degree they say when you're given a degree you're given the li- the, the power to, the power to, to learn the yeah. then things. you start reading again yeah. that personally that was my experience now <laughs> and i think guys where we've lost it us. yes Lab- We are giving we are laborers mm. in a system that is not working it's not But working even as we concluded and i came to we love in the discussion of come to think of a project that was common is a common good in it and it put public value mm. is the the ban on one use of plastic, single use plastic mm. by the former CS mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. i think that one was a good project yes that one was a good one no one can go and and, and complain mm. this was wrong mm. that one was well done it was, it well, was done. well done mm. so there is light out of it mm. yeah i think there is a way that for me i, I think, think there is a way mm. we can we can as citizens ask for what we need exactly especially during these times of corona Mm. of covid-19 there's a way we can ask for we don't need cabro pavements right yeah, now yeah. not a priority for me as a mm. as a person mm. 
me I'd rather know there is a bed somewhere for me if I test positive. Yes. But it's also good to see that even in all this mess that we see every day, there are some things that are working. Yes. Like mm. the way you've mentioned the single use of the mm. ban on that plastic bags and the fact that yeah. okay, you might see a few in some markets, but mm. generally we are not the liter the liter you're not seeing those plastic Even bags those in liter everywhere. everywhere there. Mm. 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 So it's so for me that says that it is possible for the system to work. Mm. And there's some people in government who are actually working for for yeah. our good, yes. you know, for the good of the the someone somewhere is championing mm. for the good of Mwananchi, mm. and also to see that activi- activism sometimes works. So yeah. you remember uh, the only case I can remember right now is Langata Primary when mm. they're yeah, the yeah. 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 wanted to do the school down. They mm. wanted to bring to grab the land exactly yes. when when somebody speaks up. Mm. raises their voice mm. something can happen and also yeah. i think in court right now or in the public space there's the guys who grabbed ngong forest mm. hey that one is a serious uh, one <laughs> they, they even nested that we have a project they even nested that have been built there are projects there yeah, they have legit titles legit titles yes. Actually, yeah even the company was working on the had they were building the middle of karura forest but is it those benefits no mm. karura forest was uh, well it yeah. benefits and they had permits and everything it was demolished but during that time they were saying that ah, building in repair and land it was yeah. demolished yeah. Mm-hmm. and also it's a good reminder to to, to kenyans mm-hmm. because we cannot put the blame only on government because those people in government are kenyans mm-hmm. And those people doing those wrong things are Kenyans. And some mm. Kenyans who are not in government are also in cahoots with them. Yeah. So it's also a statement to Kenyans who are out there doing those wrong things that mm. at one point we will come and reclaim mm-hmm. those things. At one, If you build on the road at some point, the maps will come out from that time and they'll come and demolish your I think we'll, we'll have to... Hold on to that for <laughs> part two. <laughs> we'll go deeper into now projects and yeah, and examples and, and examples. Today was just like an intro. Yes. The, that philosophical thing of how good can we become in projects? Mm. Mm. And maybe you can conclude for me. I think I'll go last. Okay, Mike. Uh, what I'll say is, let's. Let's build our own economy mm. with our own people. Mm-hmm. Let the money stay here. Even if we are borrowing it, let it come here. Because at this time, we are borrowing, but the money is not coming here. It's in China. It's mm-hmm. Or wherever we have borrowed it from. You find now, when, you, the, when they're working on those deals for building projects and all that, it's obvious the Chinese are, are benefiting mm-hmm. more than us. And even if they have the infrastructure here, we are still paying for it and in, in form of taxes. The money is not, it's not, it's like we're paying China. It's not developing the, the country. They've left the road here, but we'll pay for it more than it should have costed. So, like, let's start developing capacity. Let's start now. It's not like it's late. There's deficit everywhere. Like, in housing, Nairobi, there's almost 2.5 million de- mm. deficit mm-hmm. in housing, in water, everywhere, sewage, infrastructure, everything, there's deficit. But if we try to build capacity in our, with our own people here in Kenya, 
from right now maybe take even take them to other countries to learn then they come here and then they start doing what they learn i think will be better off than every time we need a big project we take chinese we take us mm. we take but then they come here we only get the manual jobs that you are paid daily 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 those kind of jobs don't build the economy thank mm. you yeah. i think my my take would be that the public or common good starts with you and me so i would encourage everyone including myself to do to do what you can today now and in your dealings in anything you do um yes you have a contribution to make by doing the right thing and apart from that is also to try and um learning about everything learning about what the government is supposed to do for you what your rights are what is right what is wrong how you benefit or who is benefiting by what is happening around you that would be also that would actually now give us a proper perspective and also not to be afraid to to learn about what is happening around you myself mm-hmm. um I, i should say that in the past, in the recent past my my thinking or my attitude my uh, ways of thought have changed just because of learning about what is happening for example in government and also trying to know what what is there for me what should i do what can be done who is responsible who is not why things are happening the way they are why uh, we are struggling the way we are and who is the cause of it mm-hmm. okay for me to conclude i would say the citizens have been good enough me i don't have a problem with citizens continue, <laughs> continue doing whatever you are doing you don't want to attend do not attend for me it is the government corporations companies consultants organization bodies for professionals mm-hmm. you are doing it wrong yes what value are you bringing what are you do you've lost the plot that is what i think for citizens you just continue doing whatever if you don't want to read the constitution don't read because <laughs> i think you've been good enough yeah. just continue the way yeah, you are right. you are good citizens mm. but for anyway we for companies to, uh, to do things for bodies, us yeah, we elect them companies yeah. that employ people for experience what is wrong those with companies you? are kenyan what is wrong with that company why should you employ somebody for experience yeah. what are you gaining from it money <laughs> There yeah. is a problem. Yes. Right. There's a problem because how are you going to get the experience if you're not being employed by anyone? Yes, thank <laughs> you very much for listening to Jengana podcast. I hope you can get to listen to other podcasts from Acute Media. You can visit our website acute.co.ke. Thank you very much. <laughs>